Sick of only seeing you on a screen. One, one, one. Please, God. <laughs> Be on our side. Standing by for your go. Turn that shit on. Fingers crossed. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy's Sequel Remix. This is episode 246. I'm Mark, he's Mike. Phone is hot. Yeah, we've warmed it up on this freezing day. Have you, have you noticed an audio difference between a warm mic or when we start cold? Uh, the intro, uh, the beginning part of it seems like it's a uh, building up. Where if you just start, yeah, if you let the mic run a little bit, it just seems like it just picks up and it's all one. Uh, there's not like a build up to our. That's voices. interesting. Yeah, you think it's you know electronic. Yeah, but really, just kicks on. It's not. There's vibrations going on. Mm-hmm. There's sensors. It's very mechanical. Combustible engine, I think. <laughs> there, I don't know. There is two-cycle gas. Yeah. We mix the gas, put it in there. Yeah, that's no, good. Yeah, it's good to warm it up. Heat the mics up. <clears throat> yeah. This is cool. This is happening across the country, right? Everybody's frozen? I think there's a lot of weird weather shit going on. Yeah, right unless now. you're like in like Florida or California and yeah. you're, you're frozen right now. Yep. It's, it's It sucks. <laughs> and they are, and Florida already had the weird shit earlier in the year. Yeah. Remember all the, like, the snakes were dead? I didn't even hear about All the that. iguana, there was iguanas like falling out of trees frozen. Oh, shit. And so people would try to like, because, you know, iguanas are cold-blooded. Yeah. And so people would like, oh, I'm going to thaw out this iguana. Yeah. And it would just kill them. But actually, if you just leave it. Yeah, let it naturally. There's a better chance that it lives. Yeah. If you just leave it alone. So, word of the wise, if a frozen iguana falls out of a tree, let it be. Let it, let it ride. Yeah. <laughs> let Mother Nature take its course. Yeah. Besides those iguanas... Are not, you know, native mm-hmm. to Florida. They're invasive species. Oh, okay. They're much like the python we've talked about yes. many times. Escaped from someone's aquarium. Yep. And now they're running rampant. And now the Floridian python is a real thing. That is a real danger. It is a real danger. Yeah. Kids yeah, are getting eaten. Kid, small dog. <laughs> I don't care what you value more. I'm not going to tell you how to live, but both are in danger of, of an actual python crawling through your window and killing it. Yep. It's fucking bananas. It's oh, not, not python, anaconda. Oh, yeah. This is America. Even worse. Yeah. If Ice Cube can't handle an anaconda. Uh-huh. Shit. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> you talk about a remake. You know, I know there was a sequel. I think we need a straight up remake of anaconda. Yeah, we do. That's something I would just like to see in my life again. We do. Yeah. Uh, we should do another monster movie here soon. They should. Well, we should, yeah. yeah. There's got to be something coming out. What do we do? What do you do, King Kong? We do King Kong. Oh, yeah. You know, great. A lot of those monster movies of like the thirty, like thirty four, they've all been remade. Oh yeah, we can watch the Blob. We got, I mean, Godzilla, which is a pretty recent remake. But you got the Blob. You got uh, the Fly. Uh, I don't know if that's truly a monster movie. That's more of a man versus science kind of kind of thing. But uh, it's a movie of transformation. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Probably like um, they ever remake that one about like giant ants. Um, I don't know. I've just seen the black and white footage a million times and referenced in other things, yeah. <laughs> we talked about watching Halloween. Um, the Thing was a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. You know, that's that's an interesting one, too, because The Thing was a remake of actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. So, but I do think Kurt Russell's Thing was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, you know, sometimes remake remakes are better. Yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, The Thing's the kind of one I point to. I was like, yeah, The Thing... Thing that's a great movie. Yeah. So yeah, don't shit on all remakes. Otherwise, why are you listen to the show? Yeah, yeah. Unless you just want to, you're hoping, you fingers crossed. You're like, well, I hope Mike shits on this movie. What if there's a podcast that remakes our podcast? Oh, they just do it differently. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's two women. <laughs> <laughs> they just do the gender swap out. That's that's easy enough to do. You excited for Ocean's Eleven? Ladies' turns. What? That's not the. That's not the. That's not the. Um, Subtitle, I just call it that. Yeah, Sandra Bullock is starring in, Ocean, I think it's called Oceans. I don't know if it's called Oceans Left, but it's an Oceans movie. She plays um, Billy Ocean's daughter or something. So, okay. So, are we. But she's also robbing a. Are we just doing this now? Yeah. We're doing. Are we just doing this? We did, we did with Ghostbusters. Yeah. What else do we do with? The Oceans movie now. The Oceans movie now? Yeah. What's next? Blues Brothers? Yeah. Gonna call it Blues Sisters? Uh. Heat with Sandra Bullock. Nothing like Heat with Al Pacino. <laughs> Not only did they switch the genders, totally, they got that movie way off. 
Okay, well... There wasn't even a bank robbery in that movie. Well, I do like Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Um, or, or is any of the original Holmes No, I don't even know if it's... So, I don't know. I don't know if it's a remake or if it's like a sequel, sequel where it's George Clooney is... Like, I don't know if they're related. I hope it's a remake because that'd be a remake of a remake. Yeah. Uh, we've seen those before. Remakes of remakes. Yeah. Can't think of them. But yeah, that, that would send us down to channel. Yeah, the remake of the remake. Yeah, you up there, George Clooney? You up there? Hey, give the ladies a turn. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Who is it? It's, uh, it's going to have Sandra Bullock. Like... It's going to have Kristen Wiig. It's going to have uh, Rose Byrne. It's going to have... Oh. Uh, I don't know if it's a comedy, actually. It's going to think... have Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> She's in it. Uh, oh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. He'll be in it. Yeah. Um, Oceans. It's called Oceans 8. They, they couldn't fill out a whole team. <laughs> no, but the cast is interesting. So Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, and Hathaway. Oh, you got me. I love that Kate. Yeah, so I think this I is. I don't Kate think it's Blanchett. like a. I don't think it's like a comedy. I think they're doing just like um, whatever. I think they're keeping with the, the tone because yeah. I have an open mind about this. Those, those are some actresses. After you, after you say Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett. I have an open mind. And Hathaway, Dakota Fanning. Oh, Matt Damon. I only can assume he's reprising his role. Probably. Um, Sarah Paulson. We were talking about her before. Yeah, the mics went hot. She's in it. She's in. It. She's popping up around. She's, yeah, she's she's around. Uh, Helen Bottom Carter and Katie Holmes. So, who is Katie Holmes? Uh, Katie Holmes, like Dawson. She married Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was in, uh, she was in Disturbing Begins. Behavior. Batman Begins. Yeah, Batman Begins. Yeah. Disturbing Behavior. Okay, uh, I, I knew I knew the name, but I yeah. didn't know the person. I know. Uh, Oh, you're gonna love this. Rihanna is in it. She plays a character called Nine Ball. God damn it! We don't. Need I feel like I already named eight ladies though, so we, maybe she's not part of the actual crew. Her name is Nine Ball. Oh, shit! Yeah, she doesn't make the cut. It was originally called Ocean's Died, and then they had to, they have to cut Rihanna halfway through the movie. Okay. Uh, okay. I feel like she's acted in something before that I saw, and, and she was absolutely terrible. Battleship? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. Oh. That's what I know her acting career from, but that movie is awful. And it kind of ruins Tim Riggins for me. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, so, you know, you get Kate Blanchett, you get Anne Hathaway, Sandra Bullock. Those are some great acting ladies. That's a power quad right there. There's like four Kardashians in this movie. Oh, no. Yeah. What are you What are you doing, Ocean's 8? Figure out what you want to be. Yeah. Uh, Zayn Malik's in it. He's from One Direction, so... What are they doing? You get, some, you get some actual people. You get some real, maybe maybe. Uh, was he the one? Maybe the robbing celebrity. Was he the guy that was in Dunkirk? No, this is his answer to Dunkirk. That was Harry Styles. So Zane's he's like, a One Direction guy, right? Yeah, they're both One Direction guys. So I think Zane's like, you know what? Put me in a movie too. I don't know which guy that was in Dunkirk. I know it wasn't the guy flying the airplane. Nope. No, it was not. Um, oh, was he one of the guys on the boat? He's yeah. The rest coming over. No, no. He's he's one of the soldiers. Oh, he's on the a beach. soldier. Okay. Yeah, he. Um, I think we we get introduced to Harry Styles. He is on the ship that gets torpedoed. Okay, and then he then now he's kind of now he's kind of part of that group of guys who are like walking to the boat. He he's in there. Yeah, um, can't give you a character's name because there's only one character in all of Dunkirk, and it's George. That's the only name that's spoken in all of Dunkirk. Like no no one says anybody else's name in the movie. Which I guess is more natural. Like, it's real. Like, I guess you don't really sit, call people by their name. Yeah, and a lot of those guys, they, I mean, they're just bunched up on the beach. They didn't know each other. They didn't know, yeah. You, yeah, you're not going to introduce yourself. Yeah. You know, you have the character named Brooklyn. Yep. Which you is know, like every you know war the guy movie. next to you is probably going to die yeah. in two hours when the next strafing run comes through. Yeah. So don't learn anyone's name. No, yeah. So, yeah, you just you're soldier one, soldier two, you know. One of you is probably German. <laughs> right? One of the guys was German? I already watched Dunkirk. Yeah. Uh, well, man, one of them was Mark Rylance. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, so, yeah, we got Ocean's 8 to look forward to. Uh, maybe some more monster movies. Yeah, I, I love a good monster movie. I don't feel like we get enough of them. No, we don't. I could watch them all day. Uh, disaster movies and monster movies. Like, they can be super shit. I know we watched the Super Bowl. We saw a trailer for Skyscraper. I agree with you. It looks like garbage. Will I watch it? Yeah. We, okay, we got Skyscraper. Skyscraper. And then we saw the trailer for Rampage. Oh, yeah. Where there, there was a Skyscraper in it. What the fuck are you doing, Rock? Uh, I assume Skyscraper's a prequel to Rampage? He gets out of that <laughs> building and then... <laughs> and then there's giant monsters? There's giant monsters? 
Oh, yeah. So, Rampage I'm going to be into because giant, genetically gorillas tearing up the city. I and you love feeding quarters into that arcade machine. I played a lot of Rampage. Yeah, yeah, I played a lot of Rampage. Yeah. yeah. Who didn't? Yeah, The Rock, man. He knows he can take days off, right? <laughs> like, you just don't always have to fill them. Just, just take some time. Do a project. You did Jumanji. Highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Number one movie, you know... Uh, over what, whatever stat I kept seeing, which is just like you know, however many weekends it was number one. It's gonna make a billion dollars in China. It made a bunch of money here. Take a vacation. Don't just go and be like, yeah, I'll do skyscraper next. <laughs> Take some time. <laughs> oh, after skyscrapers up, while skyscrapers filming, I'm gonna do rampage. Yeah, just, you know, be, be a little more selective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your career could have been uh, the rundown. You know, you show up in uh, uh, Be Cool. You know, you have your little role that people know. Yeah, you do Doom. It's not great. Did I watch it? Yeah. And do I like it? Yeah, I do. It's not, <laughs> it's not a good movie. But then, you know, you do Moana. You do something for the kids. Highly rated. You can do Chumanji. Tooth Fairy. Yeah, you, those will sprinkle in. Just, why are you in eight movies in a year? He does a That's lot of physically movies. impossible. He does a lot of, he's the rock. He's so hardworking. He just keeps Hardest going. Hardest man in Hollywood. Yeah. Unbelievable. Maybe, maybe, maybe sprinkling just a little Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the Rock will be in as many movies this year as Daniel Day-Lewis was in his entire acting career. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I didn't, yeah. I, I had a thing for what was cold, but then we got into Monster Movies and The Rock. But Well, I guess we, we saw... Something about we saw a sequel to a monster movie, yeah, yeah that I enjoyed. We watched, uh, I is it a net it's a Netflix original? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah, I think anytime we'll Netflix buys something and puts it on their thing, it is before Netflix a movie, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or before I mean, a theatrical release. They'll put they'll put a they'll put the Netflix original, yeah. splash screen in front yeah. of a BBC splash screen and then the show, yeah. So they just brand it, yeah. If you get that, if you get that Netflix, yeah, it's a Netflix original, yeah. We watched a uh, sequel to 2008's Cloverfield. We watched the Cloverfield Paradox, which uh, was dropped on Netflix Super Bowl Sunday. Like a bomb. Yeah. Uh, interesting. This was a movie I, I'd been hearing about. I had no idea it was going to be dropped on Netflix. The trailer came out during Super Bowl. I'm eating chicken wings, watching a game. I see the trailer. I get excited. I was like, oh, that's awesome. This yeah. new Cloverfield movie's coming more out. More Cloverfield. I must have just missed it where it said... Available like tonight. I'm not sure they posted that. Okay, I, just I, think, want, I don't know if I missed that. Yeah, I'm not sure they did. I'm yeah. not sure they said because Bright or they might have said available on Netflix. Yeah, they, yeah available now. Available now, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. Bright, the Will Smith movie, which I've not seen yet, uh, that trailer dropped Super Bowl Sunday last year, but that movie didn't come out until December. It was eight months. Yeah, so that's what I thought. So I saw Cloverfield, I was like, okay, cool, we're going to get like a little teaser trailer. Like all movies, you get a little something in the Super Bowl, it comes out five, six, seven months later. Yeah. No, it was right there. It wasn't until the next day where I saw people talking about Cloverfield Paradox. I was like, okay, I got to shut this down because I got to watch this movie eventually. No spoilers. Yeah. For uh, from us? No. Okay. From other people. I think, so we'll give you a little history and then I'll, we'll give a spoiler alert because I think this is a movie we gotta spoil because we just gotta talk through it. Yeah, this is like therapy. So. We got we just got we got work through what we saw. Yeah. So, so stop now. Go watch it. Yeah. Uh, stop. Stop after I give you the rundown of Cloverfield. Yeah. Uh, Cloverfield was a 2008 movie uh, directed by Matt Reeves, starring um, Mike Vogel, but uh, probably more famously Lizzie Kaplan and T.J. Miller as the cameraman. I think those are the people like, from the cast. You go. Oh yeah, I know those guys now. You know that. Yeah, if you yeah. were to watch that, watch it now, you'd be like, "Oh, I know." Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, yeah. T.J. Miller behind the camera. You, yeah. you know his voice. Yeah. Uh, it is a found footage movie. I'm uh, a big fan of those. Yeah, I've said it before. Love them. I sometimes they make me dizzy. And this is a movie that made me dizzy. Uh, I think technology's gotten better. I think uh, I think HD's really helped. Kind of smooth out yeah. the shakiness. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is this is a found footage movie in New York. Um, what, they're doing a going away party for for Mike, right? Is that his name? That's his character. Sure. Name. Let's go by his character name. Yeah. Mike Vogel's character, 
Steve. Um, <laughs> they're doing a going away party for him, and it's all being videotaped by his friend. Um, there's some, there's some, there's some love loss, right? His, his ex girlfriend or girlfriend that he hasn't really spoken. There, there's some stuff. He's got to get to his girlfriend. Yeah, he's got some. There's some emotional baggage. There's some emotional baggage, and all of this is happening. Um, disaster strikes New York. Is it nuclear war? Is it uh, an attack? Is it a nine eleven? Uh, it's a giant ass sea monster. Fucking monster from the depths. From the depths of the ocean. An Eldritch horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, comes and invades. And uh, the movie is uh, this found footage. They videotape the whole thing. Trying to make their way through New York to safety. Which is his girlfriend, right? That's what he's trying to get to. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, that is Cloverfield. Yeah. it's uh, It was a huge... It was one of those movies like... Kind of like Paranormal Activity or Blair Witch, when you hear about it, it's like, they spent uh, $400,000 and it made all the money. Yeah. That was close. Cloverfield was, was like a huge financial success and a big uh, critical success. Yeah. What do you think got Ron Tomato? Ron Tomato? I'm guessing that's probably like a... That was a critical success? Probably around like a 78. 90. Really? Yeah. Wait, th- no, sorry. 77. 77. Spoiler alert for the next movie we're doing. So that was goddamn close. Yeah, 77. 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, that was, J.J. Abrams was hot off Lost. Doing Lost, yeah. 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 Uh, Super 8 came out? No, Super 8's probably after this. Like it came out after. Yeah, yeah. after this, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, big success. People love Cloverfield. Um, I don't know when all the viral stuff campaign or happened, uh, but we'll tell you that with Clo- So the next... 2016, we get 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I don't know how much you remember of, like, the campaign for this movie. Uh, it was like, so if I remember right, it was like, here's this movie, it's coming out, and then it was kind of dropped later, like, it's tied to Cloverfield. Yeah, I remember, first time I saw, like, a yeah. trailer for it, and like, oh, it's a crazy... Survival, you know, yeah. kidnap thing. But then I saw the title. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I just knew in my, and I'm like, that can't be a coincidence, right? Like, there's no way that has to be related. Yeah, I think there were teasers without even the title that they were dropping, and then like on the internet, and then it was like, then as they were leading up to a theatrical release, then they were like, Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane is a uh, yeah, it's a survival kidnapping uh, story. As Mike said, starring John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Um, she is a young woman who gets car wrecked and wakes up in a bunker with John Goodman, who is telling her that uh, some sort of invasion is taking place. And uh, it's definitely more of a uh, kind of claustrophobic thriller, mm-hmm. uh, trying to determine what happens. And uh, spoiler. Um, Aliens. Who's aliens? Yeah. Or sea monsters. I don't know. I don't... I just assume. I see a spaceship. I go, that is an alien attack. <laughs> but who knows? I don't know. Um, what do you think this got on Rotten Tomatoes? I think this is a 90. This nailed it on the head. <laughs> this went 90%. So this one... I don't know if Ted Cloverfield was like a huge... I don't, I don't have the money in front of me, but... Uh, um, critically, more... And yeah. I'll say, I like this... Uh, I love Ted Cloverfield laid... I really enjoy. Yeah, this I is a think, really good. Movie. I think this had some word of mouth success. Yeah, um, I don't think it was a big box office smash. Yeah, but I think people started trickling into it, and then I would. I think it started. You'd see it pop up. You think, oh, that's come and gone already, but yeah. it'd pop up because like theaters are like, oh, people haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I think it kind of had a little vibe, you know, vibe like that. Mm. So that's an interesting movie. So okay, here, spoilers begin now. All right. Welcome back. Watch all three of these. Come back. Um, so, 10 Cloverfield Lane comes out eight years later. I think it's set in current day, so it's 2016. Same with Cloverfield. I think it's set in 2008. They both involve some sort of attack on the country. One is a sea monster, a giant Godzilla-type thing. The other one does seem to be like some sort of alien invasion. John Goodman is a crazy person, but he explains what's happening. There's uh, some sort of initial attack, some sweeps, some aliens, and that all seems to be true. Yeah. At the end. Well, at the end. At the end, yes. You find out at the end that he was a crazy person. He wasn't just a paranoid fucking... He was right. 
prepper. Yeah. Um, but the events happening in Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, are not the same events that are happening in Cloverfield. They're, they're separated. And they're different. One is an alien attack, one is like a sea monster attack. And I always think that Cloverfield was like a Twilight Zone type thing, which is just like, we snap, we slap the name Cloverfield on it, it's going to vibe kind of the same way, but they don't seem to relate at all. Right. Yeah, okay. And then J.J. and Abrams kind of come out and said, said as much. Like, nope, they're kind of happening in two different timelines. Um, so then we... Which which I'm down with. I was like, that, that's a cool idea. It is. That's, it's kind of like what they want to do with Halloween, but then Michael Myers was so damn cool. We talked about this in the <laughs> Halloween episode. I was like, nah, we just want more Halloween. We want more Michael Myers. No one was like, nah, we need more T.J. Miller shaking a camera at us if we're going to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah no I like uh, I like what they did I like John Goodman I like I like uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead I like this bunker thing um, Ten Cloverfield Lane actually was a different movie it was called well it was written outside of the Cloverfield world it was a movie called Bunker that J J Abrams got his hands on and then produced it and then he uh, reworked the ending to make it a Cloverfield movie so genius yeah so he's like I like this movie uh, I don't know what we can do with it. But it's mine, and I yep. can do what I want. I'll slap Bad Robot on it. I'll slap Cloverfield name on it, and we're gonna, we're gonna get butts and seats. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, and yeah. I, I thought it was a, such a cool idea. So then we fast forward two years later. Similar situation. There's a movie script going around called The God Particle. I actually think they started production on a movie called God Particle. Uh, it had production issues. Once again, here comes JJ, fresh off his Star Trek Star Wars money, and is like. I'll take over this, and we're going to slap Cloverfield on it. And so now it, God Particle becomes Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, and he has claimed that this movie is going to tie everything together. Uh, now all the timelines are going to make sense because of this this movie. Okay, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, Paradox comes out. It gets dropped <laughs> right on Netflix. Uh, it is the story. It takes place in 2028, uh, 20 years after uh, Cloverfield. Uh, the world is in an energy crisis and a multi-nation uh, attempt to uh, harness space energy. Mike, I'm really going to lean on you because you are, you are a sci-fi guy. <laughs> Sometimes a lot of sci-fi stuff goes over my head. Like, and I just go, I, I just, like, the science of it, I, it, it confuses me. I just go, well, these guys are all scientists and I'm dumb. Like, they don't need to explain <laughs> it to me. But uh, I wrote down... Shepherd Accelerator equals Particle Manipulator. I believe there's something to do with Particle Acceleration uh, and Cold Fusion. Okay. They, they're they tied together that if you, were to th- if you were to smash atoms together okay. at a high speed, they will create energy. Okay, so, but you have to do this in space. Well, I think the idea in this thing was you have to do it in space. It's too dangerous to try on try Earth, Earth. Okay. at this level. Yeah. We have particle accelerators on Earth. Right. But at the level that they're trying to harness energy, uh-huh. one, I don't know if there's any building that could hold that giant fucking machine there. Yeah. Drive, dragging right. around I mean, in space. They built that on Earth. Nah, they took it up in parts. Oh, yeah. It's like you know, space station, man. If I did, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the deal. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. So... Do it outside the atmosphere. Yep. If they can get this to work, it will solve the world's energy crisis. Never-ending energy. Yeah. They're just going to, like, throw it in batteries and so, ship it down. I don't know if you saw what gas prices were. I didn't. 30 bucks a gallon. Oh, shit. In the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So it's bad times. Yeah. So I mean, bad you times. get you got uh, you got the British, you got the Germans, you got the Chinese, you got uh, I- Ireland space. He had Ir- he had an Irish patch on. Did, okay, I was like, which maybe giggle yeah. like nothing against Ireland, right? But in the context of space programs, a space program and having a British guy there, yeah, I would. But I think the actor was probably like, no. Yeah. Ireland patch. I, I, I am more out. I'm an astronaut from Ireland. Um, <laughs> He's a scientist. Yeah. So they, it's the it's the world's brightest mind. It's yes. They, they've guess. come together yeah. to in a joint effort to solve the energy crisis. Yeah. 
Uh, it takes a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Yeah, uh, they're up there. They're up there for two years yeah. trying to fire this thing off. Eventually, they get to fire off, uh, but then something happens, and they are they've lost Earth. Uh, Shit hits the fan. Yeah, and if what, you will. what we find out is that, and then we meet new characters. And you're in space. How do you meet new characters? Inner dimension crashing into each other. We now have a second dimension where all of a sudden people are just showing up in walls and stuff. And it's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, now now they realize, <laughs> uh, and it's great, because there, there are two scenes I appreciate, which may not make for a great movie, but I appreciate it as a guy who's super confused. Donald Logue shows up to explain to me what the Cloverfield Paradox is. Um, I don't know if that paradox is named after the space station, or if it's just called the Cloverfield Paradox, and then... That was, that was the name of his book. Yeah, but what came first, the space station or his book? Because the space station was, was was Cloverfield, the Cloverfield station, and then his book was called the Cloverfield Paradox. I think the book came after. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So he gets wind of what they're doing, and he's like, "I'm right, I'm writing the Cloverfield Paradox yeah. because this shit can't happen." An effort on that level is not top secret. Yeah. So he probably he's oh, he probably did. before they even got up in there, but he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'll tell you." Is your this is your theory? I'll tell you what's wrong with your theory yeah. and what can happen. So yeah. thankfully, they're watching a news broadcast. Yep. Just and Donald Logue explains to me this is very dangerous. You may rip a time and space, and now we have multiple dimensions. And all of a sudden, and he says, uh, "Monsters, demons, sea creatures." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> I follow." Somehow, ripping a hole in the universe, all these dimensions are going to happen. And monsters, but specifically sea creatures, may come. Pacific Rim, man. Yeah. I just thought the guy from Cloverfield. <laughs> I was like, okay. So it is a sea creature. Okay. So somehow this is all connected. Yeah. Um, and then, the other scene I appreciate was... Uh, uh, oh, Daniel Bruhl's in this movie. He plays the, the German scientist, uh, uh, Schmidt. He then explains to me again... What's happening? I was like, okay, I appreciate that. I'm glad someone's talking to me and just saying, no. Like, it is, in movies, sometimes you go, wait, how did he just figure this out? But I just, like, in this movie particularly, I was just, I'm glad he figured it out. He can just be like, no, what actually has happened now is that there are two dimensions, they've butted up together, and now particles are fighting to exist in the same space. Yeah. It's like, I follow you, Schmitty. And he's a scientist. And he's a scientist. So you believe him. Yep. Uh, it's got credentials. Yeah, so that that is the paradox that this device, this Shepard accelerator, has ripped a hole across multi dimensions, space time continuum. Yeah, and so now all these there's a there's a loop. Yeah. Okay. Around this ring uh-huh. are all the dimensions. Okay. Okay. All traveling at the same exact speed in a circle, the same direction. Right. When you fire off a particle accelerator, uh-huh. you rip a hole across the ring. So think of the Ghostbusters sign. Oh, yeah. Pull out the ghost. Okay. You just got Yeah. Yeah. And so, shit like that happens. Okay. Yeah. So now it is a journey for them to get back to Earth. What's the Stranger Things thing? You fold the paper. You fold the paper. You shove a pen through the paper. If you have a flea, <laughs> a flea can operate... Um, in multi uh, top of the rope, top of the rope, below the rope, below the rope. Yep. Or a man, we don't even walk on top of the rope. Nope. So now it's a journey for the scientists to get back, but some weird shit's happening. Um, it takes them a little bit to figure yeah. out where they are. Yeah, and then I think the like the screenwriters maybe just kind of like, oh, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, so, so they're just like. Someone has an epiphany. Right. Yep. Someone figured it out. Yep. Someone just goes, oh, and I got a formula that I can, I can get this back. I can yeah. get this back. And um, kind of a surprising twist. I, we've already said spoilers. Uh, it worked. And I was not expecting it to work. It, 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 it worked or did it? Yeah. So based on conversations <laughs> that our main character, Hamilton, was having with her husband, and then so there are two storylines. There is what's happening on space, what's happening on Earth. Yeah. Um, Hamilton is on the space station, and 
she she was a good character because it did help me kind of figure out okay so in one dimension this is happening to her in a second dimension this is happening to her and i think what grounded me to okay what is the actual dimension is her husband michael and the storyline that he was going through and so since she was coming back to earth but michael who we only knew being in one dimension was reacting to that i was like so they got back to where they were but setting off that accelerator now there were giant cloverfield monsters back on earth yeah and that was the big reveal at the end uh one so large that it could um, break the cloud line. So, what what do you think of Cloverfield Parallel? Like, I guess just start there. Okay. The first word that comes to my mind to describe this movie yeah. is clunky. Yes. It's very clunky. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't know what it is. Yeah. It's trying to be too much. You got this weird. Alien-esque space thriller yeah. thing. You got a weird idle hands thing going on. <laughs> yeah. You have this interdimensional space travel. Yeah. Fucking interstellar Matthew McConaughey they, shit yep. going on. There are these elements that it, you see like yeah, these other movies. It, yeah. It's trying to be too much. Uh-huh. And really, it's just a jumbled fucking clunky mess. Um, jumping from Earth to the station, the scenes, yeah, were ab- that was an absolute pile of shit. I don't think they should have done any of the Earth stuff, no, at all. Yeah, I think that until if, the end. If I had to take a guess, that was added after. I think that would have been fine at the very yeah. end. She's coming back, yeah. Like maybe we meet him at the very beginning, yeah, and then we meet him at the end, and mm-hmm. and we had no idea if shit's going down on Earth. We all we needed is three minutes of. He's just running in chaos. Shit's going down. We don't know what's going on. We yeah. know the movie's called Cloverfield, so yeah. we know something's up. And then he's, and then it's the end when he's like, "Don't tell her not to come." Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. That so, what I've done research wise, or what I fear I research wise, like this movie was super clunky. It was like in between different productions, and I think I don't know when the decision to make it a Cloverfield movie was, but. There's stuff that just seems like pasted onto this movie. And it yeah. seems super clunky. And I think it wasn't a finished movie. And it, the release of it was weird. That it was just like, there was no trailers. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, here's the whole movie. Just have it. It's like, they just, let's be done yeah. with this. We can't fight this anymore. Somewhere in Cloverfield Paradox is a good movie. Yeah. The, the, as pros, I thought the performances were good. They were, yeah. They yeah were, I were really good. liked that. But yeah, there was just... Like, I feel like the Donald Logue stuff was definitely just added in. That was added in. That was in it. And I, I mean, J.J. Uh, Abrams probably shot that with, with, with uh, his phone. I felt sent it to yep. the production. They're like, uh, yeah, this will wrap up this part. Yep. We'll get to the end later. Yeah. Oh, we already have a line of the guy saying, turn that shit off. But they were actually watching a basketball game. So my question is yeah. this. They... How'd they know they were going to get back to their dimension? Right, and that's why I was like, I was surprised because that, that was my expectation. Was she found a formula? Because we were Schmidt says there are two dimensions, but then he's like, oh, there are multiple, like there's infinite number of dimensions. So I was like, the um, uh, what is her name? Tam, the super smart scientist who figures this out. She has a formula or whatever that. She can get them to jump back. I thought, I was like, okay, it's going to work. They're going to head back to Earth. It's not their Earth. Well, that's my thing. I thought her formula was to fire off the Shepherd. Yeah. So it would work. Right. I didn't, I don't know how, was her formula also able to get them? They kind of said, so if they fired off the Shepherd again, it would send them back to where they were and undo what they did. Reverse. Yeah. I don't okay. know if uh, Monday gets his arm back. Okay, so I don't know if that was gonna work. Let's talk about the the um, let's talk about the actual like physical things here. Yeah, we have the new crew member that pops into the wall. Yes, she's got electrical cords and like her 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 atoms atoms yes. reformed herself in the wall. Yes, which kind of makes sense to me because her space station yep. was in the midst of a wreck. Yep. So when they smashed. Yep. That's where I guess she was. She just and materialized. Materialized okay. inside through wires and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I thought that part was actually really badass. Yeah, I thought yeah, I enjoyed um, that. I thought that was cool. There is a part 
So we, you mentioned the guy losing his arm. Uh-huh. I don't Maybe. fucking get that at all. So that is confusing because we see a character. She appears in the wall. And so if you're following and if you're able to follow this, you get like she is from another dimension. The space station either materialized around her or she materialized around the space station and she just happened to end up in a wall. Right. So when Mundy, Chris O'Dowd's character, hand goes through the wall, I thought the same thing was happening to him. That was not the case. No. And they don't explain it at all because his arm just ends up back. And ha- so the Russian scientist, astronaut, he, there are things inside him. He becomes. Yeah. Him, his other self. His other self, but. With other knowledge. Yes. And the worms, they have space worms because yeah. you're doing space ex- Explore, experiments, experiments. You need some worms. They go missing, and the gyrosphere, their their compass, I guess, is that what that was? Yeah. It also goes missing, and those things materialize in him. So I also thought the same thing was happening that he, his atoms, formed around these things, that he reappears, and it just so happens that. The worms are where he reappears. Where the worms were also reappearing. You know what? This is all starting to make a lot of sense because it is just pure chaos. Yeah, I mean that's what would happen if two inner two dimensions slammed into each other. That, that, complete chaos. Yeah, and Shirley explains this: the atoms were fighting to appear in the same space, so maybe they would appear and disappear. But then where they reappear? So Monday, his arm, but it goes into the wall. So that's that's what's weird about it. The arm thing is weird, yeah. and the arm that. Right, it, it, it writes a message. Yeah, who's doing that? And how did the arm know that's where the sphere was? Right. Because it tells them where the sphere is. Yes. That part made apps. That's the only thing we got yeah. that makes Originally, sense. Originally, I thought that was um, other dimension Mundy's arm. So, like, our dimension, we'll just, the, the story we're following, our dimension's Mundy. He loses his arm. I thought he lost it in dimension two. And then the arm that appears in the space station was. Monday 2's arm but then how does he know yeah how does the arm know where the gyroscope is it it right it makes no sense yeah there's some weird there's some weird if science they would have just like if they would have done a weird thing with him yeah Monday like that like maybe for a split second mm-hmm. he is kind of kind of like the Russian guy has this awakening and he's kind of talking to himself yes but then maybe he goes right back to normal like it's a yeah that would make sense. I mean, that's because what Mundy like, knows, or yeah, he yeah. know, or he or the other Mundy, yeah, knows that this is happening on this spaceship. Before he goes back, gets right. sucked back into his dimension some weird way, but he knows that. But then his brain is in the arm. His arm. His. This br- movie's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> this is some Stanley <laughs> Kubrick. <laughs> It just messes with you. Yeah, so it was very clunky, but there's a lot of... I'll say this. Um, what do you think this guy runs tomato? Oh, this thing is probably got like a 90%. 17%. I don't think it's that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. This is a movie... I, you know, and this is the, the failure of Rotten Tomato, but like, this is a solid... Like, this movie should be like 45, yeah. 50%. Yeah. Because it's confusing. It's clunky. There's some stuff that just doesn't make sense. There's some stuff that seems thrown together and just pasted on. I was never bored throughout the movie. I wasn't either. Mainly, I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Now I, that, I, I had got, a notepad to write. Let me run this by you. Yeah. So we had the woman that appears <clears throat> in the wall. Yes. Uh, she Jensen. Sees, Jensen. She sees Schmidt. In her dimension, Schmidt's a traitor son of a bitch. Yep. Fucking Germans. So he's like, what? Well, she's like, don't trust this son of a mm-hmm. bitch. The main character, Hamilton. Hamilton. They're friends in her dimension. Yep. They have different jobs. Yes. It seems a little too weird that we don't know, none of them know a Jensen in their dimension. I thought, yes, I thought Michael, during the Michael storyline, was going to run into Jensen. On Earth. Yes, and then he runs into some kid. Uh, But yeah, that's what I was, I was waiting for, because Michael's the only character on Earth who is from that timeline. So I was like, well, it's going to make sense that Jensen's, he's going to run into Jensen. Yeah. Save her, and then we're like, "Oh shit, yeah." Jensen in Dimension Two, because every character's this like, yeah. We have parallel universes, yet everything pretty much works out exactly the same, other than Jensen 
gets to go in space instead of uh, Tam, and Hamilton does a different job. Right. Like, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was weird, too, that... And that's why I think the Michael stuff was added on, and they couldn't get Jensen to come and do some shoots. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was... Um, yeah, th- there was definitely some confusion. I then, enjoyed the Earth stuff when they get to the bunker. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, how's this tied to Chlorophyll Lane? Yes, yeah. The bunker looks exactly like the Chlorophyll Lane bunker. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, is John Goodman the guy he called? Yeah. Is he his buddy? But, like, if the times are different, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the Michael the Michael driving stuff, I don't think you need all the text messages no. that he's sending. No. I think you have Michael in the beginning, so you, you establish she is uh, married. She's left her husband. We get that there's some sort of tragedy that happens, and then that's explained because of Jensen. Yeah. Uh, we explain the tragedy, and now our main character has conflict because uh, her children exist in Dimension 2, but not Dimension 1. So I think you have Michael in the beginning. The accelerator goes off. They get, you know, gravity or whatever. They flip through. They lose Earth. They freak out. Maybe you cut to Michael waking up as he did. Bombs are going, whatever's going off. It's all crazy. He's trying to figure out what's going on. Maybe he just looks out the window. You see that shadow that they, that they did in that one scene. We never see Michael again until the very end. He's in a bunker. Maybe with a bunch of survivors or whatever. Yeah. And now he's doing, like, someone's contacting him. They're coming back and you're like, oh, shit. They're in this bunker. What's going on? And then he's doing the, they can't come back now with those things. And yeah. now we're like, what the fuck's going on? That's why there's pieces of a really good movie. In here. Yeah, they could have done they could have done some better with this. But for what they got, like, yeah, it's it's not. It's definitely the third best Cloverfield movie, but it wasn't seventeen bad. No. Yeah. No, I think it's it's better than that. It's better, but yeah, it's not. There, 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 there's things lost in the execution. There's of this some movie. super cool stuff on the station going on. The the yeah. free scene, yeah. The ice scene is so fucking rad. Now, where did that water come from? That was the they were venting the the condensation oh, God, is where okay. that came from. Damn. I had a different theory, but mm-hmm. that makes sense because they were talking about condensation. And then I, I watched some other people's like exp- explain this movie to me, and none of them had the same theory, which is I thought because Space Station Two crash landed in the water that. Those were then materializing. Maybe that is what's going on there. Yeah, but no one else mentioned that, and then you didn't mention it, so I was like, oh, maybe they were just doing the con. Yeah. I was under the impression it had something to do with condensation. Yeah, okay. Because uh, on my initial watch, she's in there, and then all of a sudden, like, water just starts, like, she kind of looks, and there's water on the floor, and then water just hits. You know, that makes more sense, actually. That, that they crash landed yeah, they crash in the, the ocean, ocean and yeah. so now they're coming together even again, and now the water particles are appearing in that makes thing. that makes far more sense than the condensation thing. Right. This was great about this movie. It can be whatever you want. It, yeah, <laughs> you can explain it however you want to. Um, does it? So J.J. Abrams has come out and said that this movie ties the other two movies together. That the events of the Shepard Accelerator is what causes the events in Cloverfield and is what causes the events in Ten Cloverfield Lane. But they all happen in different dimensions. Does that work for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. It actually, it absolutely yeah. does. So, what we what we have are three different worlds, but because of one event in one world, in two thousand eight, in this timeline, a giant sea monster rises. In this timeline, aliens invade. Yeah. And so now we just have a bunch of stuff happening. Yeah. Dimensions don't necessarily have to be on the same timeline. They, yeah, they're not running the same. Yeah, right. they're, they're running. Uh, one could be two thousand eight. Yep. One could be twenty twenty. Paradox was twenty twenty eight. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I like to so. I haven't found it, but there's another Cloverfield movie coming this year. And I wonder if they rushed Paradox because the fourth one is the movie he they actually want, but they needed Paradox to explain everything. So this movie's just like a filler. It's it's like a Matrix 2.1, yeah, 2.5. Yeah, or where they do like the web series yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I, I wonder if that. So the next movie we're getting in October... It's called Cloverfield, well, right now the working title is Cloverfield Overlord. And it takes place during World War II. And it is a Cloverfield movie that takes place during World War II. I mean, that's, that's all we know. I mean, yeah. That sounds dope. That and sounds dope. I, I think that's why we need a paradox is that you get paradox, you explain the space time, and now you can have a movie set in 1948. Yeah, I mean, if that is true and yeah. it is a World War II based era. Yeah. People would go to that after seeing the original, without this movie, seeing the original Cloverfield, then Cloverfield Lane, they'd just 
people would fucking rage. Yeah. But th- with, but with this, getting just even if it's not the best movie, right? Putting out the interdimensional thing makes that a viable option. Yeah. So I'm very. I, I think we'll probably end up doing a show on. Uh, yeah, paradox. Yeah, it's not good, but it got me thinking. Yeah, it's it's okay. And like the space thriller stuff is fun. The like, space thriller it stuff is, is well done. There's a scene I was like, "This is straight out of Alien." Yeah, Alien, but I like Alien. Yep, it, Let's that, do it again. Yep, the, <laughs> the worms. That's straight out of Alien. Yeah. Um, the the stuff where they're in the suits and they're going to like they got to cut off that other yeah the other part that's been that's super cool yeah I think um, yeah there's a lot of just cool space like it reviews I saw is like it's very cliche and it is like it is but it's fun like the stuff yeah. they do it's like yeah I like this stuff they're not space doing movies. they're not they're not doing anything new yeah but it's cool other than that they took a movie that was just like, eh, yeah, it's just your standard space thriller. We're gonna slap Cloverfield on it, and we're gonna we're gonna tie it to two other movies that came out. One came out ten years ago, and we're gonna tie it to this World War Two movie we got coming out. Yeah, so I give them points for that. That's creative. Yeah, to do that, I'm, I'm interested in where the Cloverfield verse goes. Me too. Yeah, but yeah, now you just gotta think of it. Just all these different. So, well, I guess based on World One and World Two. Those people can exist in multiple... So you exist in multiple universes. But is it possible in World War II, can um, Schmidt show up and be like a German shoulder? No. Can he exist in different... I don't think so. Okay. I think he's not born yet. He exists in all across... All, so all the dimensions move at different times, but Schmidt in those always exists in 2028. Yeah. It just depends on how quickly you get to 2028, yeah. depending on where you are. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I'll, I'll that's how now, I, that's how I want it anyway. Yeah, now it makes sense now uh, because some Easter eggs. The newscaster who is interviewing Donald Logue is the same woman, the actress who shows up at the bunker, and dies. But that makes sense that she could have just lived for another ten years and become a newscaster in a different. Shows up at John Gibbons' bunker. Go, go, John Gibbons' she's bunker. She's looking through the glass. Yeah. Like, but that's just oh, actually timeline wise, yeah, it's ten years. So. In one world, Cloverfield, Ten, Ten Lane world, this woman exists in um, Louisiana or whatever and dies whatever. in 2016 in she's, Paradox she's world. She's a news reporter. She's a news reporter. Could still live in Louisiana. Yeah. Made it to 2028 and was a newscaster. So, okay. I'm, I'm following all this. I'm following all this. Other <laughs> Easter eggs. Um, Donald Logue. And John Goodman share the same surname. Oh! Stabler, maybe. Is that it? I, I wrote it down somewhere. That's, yep, they have the same last name. That is interesting. Yeah, so... That's a fun little thing they threw in there. Uh, and then, I guess, if you really di- di- uh, deep dive on the internet, you can find, like, there's a lot of, like... There's, like, uh, the slush show which uh, they have like a little um, bobblehead of it or whatever, like a dash figurine. That exists throughout all the movies. Uh, the guy, uh, the main character in Cloverfield works for a company that does slush show. And then uh, Mary Elizabeth's character stops at a gas station and hat. There's like slush show stickers. So there, there's some stuff. And then like there's this Japanese company that owns slush show that happened to be doing oil drilling in the first movie. But they also built the space station in Paradox. So that all ties together. It, it, you can really dive I'm into this stuff. This could be a fun Wicked to get yeah, Wikipedia it, to get it, There's some stuff you can go through fan, and just see how it's all or whatever. Yeah. You were so, um, I mean, we're getting sequels to this, so uh, but do we need sequels for Cloverfield? I think so. Yeah, I, I like this thing. cool extended world. I yeah. like its original. It's yeah, no not, one else is doing this. Yeah, like, it's not Star Wars. It's not yeah. Star Trek. It's not Terminator. It's a cool... Yeah. Thing. You you have I mean, paradox to explain everything, but yeah, you don't need to try to write down crazy timelines. Now now right. it's they had a movie, it gave us like an answer, and now every movie can just be explained away. If JJ Abrams was really on his A game, yeah. he would have bought Pacific Rim. Yeah. And rolled that into this. Yeah. Sea monsters. It'd be perfect. And just yeah. The uh the paradox threw off and or the uh not the accelerator went off, Pacific Rim happened. Yeah. 
Pacific Cloverfield. Pacific R- Clover Clover Rim. Yeah. Cloverfield Rim. Clover Rim. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, watch Par- Paradox. If you still, if yeah. you at all enjoyed the first two, just yeah. check it out. Check out and, Paradox. And take it for what it is. Yeah. And you know, and get on get on uh, get on look for Easter eggs. Yeah. Get on the internet. There's a it's a wormhole. Yeah. It, it's it's a. I f- haven't checked it out yet, but I'm you got me excited yeah. for it. It's a fun it's a fun watch. Um, yeah, not great, but an hour, 40 minutes of your time. There's worse things that you can do. There is. Yeah. There is. Yeah. And you can watch it in the comfort of your home. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, so what do you think of this? Like, so, I mean, they've done with other movies, but this is the first Netflix movie I've, I've watched. Um, it looks like a real movie. I mean, it's clunky and like, it's yeah. put together well, but it's like, it's not a sci-fi original. Yeah. I mean. They got actual actors and it looks like, visually it looks good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on this. I watched. Uh, I watched one of the Stephen King ones. They, oh yeah, yeah. They got uh, the one with uh, J- Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah. I think I've watched another one. Yeah, but it's fine. I haven't seen Bright yet. Yeah, I kind of. I, I I like this um, kind of. Yeah, movie like there's gonna be a trailer on television, and then you can just watch it on Netflix. I yeah, think, yeah. The more the more the better. I think it's a good way. It's a good option for people, especially like now, like you know, we talk about Oscar season. Not every all these movies that are nominated for Oscars are you get a big theatrical release. It's like why why can't these just oh, be I've on seen Netflix? Oh, Idris Elgin movie. Oh, Beast of No Nation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why can't a movie that you're not getting a lot of distribution? You have to do that slow rollout where it's like it's I don't get a chance to see it for four months. Netflix get get involved. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like this, so uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on. I'm gonna check out Bright. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Cool. <laughs> um, Yes, if you have quite, if you have you theories, watch Bright, I'll watch Okja. Yes, you watch the giant pig movie. Yeah. I'll watch the orc movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to watch a Netflix movie, uh, watch uh, Gerald's Game. Let, let me know how that was. <laughs> uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast@gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter, um, Google Play, all all the places you get podcasts. Um, let us know what you thought about Perry. If you got theories, I'm open to any theory because you can't be wrong with this movie. No, if you can explain more clearly the arm thing, yes, please. That's one I've. I no got answer. an open mind. No answer for I you. Got an open mind. Uh, yeah, so that'll be, we didn't talk about what we're doing next week, but we'll, we'll come up with something. It'll, it'll be posted on our Twitter. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know what's coming. Uh, so that'll do for this week. We're back next week with another sequel and/or remake. Maybe it'll be a monster movie. We'll, we'll put our heads Figure together. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. I hope your other dimensional you is in good health. The Earth, it's gone. It's big, blue, full of angry people. Keep looking, you'll find it. <laughs>